guys, welcome back to Where the Magic Happens. My name is Michelle, and I'm here with... Annette. Annette, and she's back for another podcast episode. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Girl! <laughs> yes, of course! <laughs> um, shout out to John Luca, a listener who loves Annette on this podcast. Oh my god, so thank you. So, I'm bringing her back. VIP. And- <laughs> VIP. Um, and... On this episode, we're actually going to be doing a lightning round. Um, there are questions to ask if you want to get to know someone on a deeper level. Our intentions is to do like a lightning round of questions um, because we couldn't come up with a topic for this episode. <laughs> and it's like a get to know you, but also enough for an advice that will help you guys if it resonates however much it does. This is just going to be like a fun episode. Um, may turn serious, who knows, but, um, yeah, let's get into it. I'm really nervous. I'm kind of nervous about this. Okay. Are you ready? Okay, and I'm gonna try to speak clearly and fast. Me too. Because we're responding to each other in, like, a sentence. Um. That's the goal. One sentence. One sentence. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna try to enunciate because I am still, like, congested. (coughs) Okay. I'm nervous. (laughs) Okay. What's your philosophy in life? Me first? Yes. Okay. People change people. It's what us does for them. Wait, what? So people people change, change people. people. It's what us do for the unfortunate. Those unfortunate. Like what us does for them. What us does for them. Yes, you can go to you can go to episodes of Girl Meets World. That's my favorite philosophy in life. Um, so you can't change people unless it's for them. What, I don't like know. people change people so people have an effect on everybody uh-huh. um good or bad but it's all intended to be kind be, being kind and very positive in order to help people be their best versions mm-hmm. but not subtracting yourself from being your own best version so it's kind of just being a proper like influence and help to others being a great friend to people okay. and like what us does for them is kind of what you do for those who are less fortunate than us. Okay. So you can help change their life. It's kind of like, there's so many ways to go about it, but it's just how it, like, it literally resonates. People change people, what us does for them, or anybody, it doesn't have to be the unfortunate. Oh, um, that's interesting. Because, like, if it's, like, for the first example that comes to mind um, is, like, saying how, like, you know, how homeless people, how they behave, um that may come off as, like, they're not human and more animalistic, Mm -hmm. only is they're evolved into that because they don't have their basic needs. Mm. You know, they're striving for food, money, a place to live, warmth. Mm -hmm. But because they don't have those basic needs, they're more animalistic because they're desperate for that. Okay. Um, Which causes them to not be able to socialize um, with other people. Okay. Like... As them, as who they truly are, like their personalities, it's just not there. Right. So they may come off as like crazy or too much, or even maybe turn into being aggressive. Mm-hmm. So there's different factors to that. But let's say if you're somebody who helps people change people, helps that person, mm-hmm. whether that's providing them a meal, trying to like like people who go in to try to like give them a shower, help them like give a nice clean cut shave, or anything from that extent. It'll allow them to get out of that animalistic um, biological mindset mm-hmm. and behavior so they, they can just be human. They can be themselves and hopefully slowly um, 
it'll lead to however that butterfly effect will work and any direction they want to go in and trying to get a job now or however way it could benefit them. So that's people change people. What us does for them can apply to like that example or really anybody on your level. So like when I help people with their self-healing or if I can go I do that for like a close friend of mine, that's like, it's like your friends are always there for you, your family or not. Well, like the right ones in your life, you know? Okay. And it's like, yeah. So it's like that concept of it. Like you can't change a person. It's not about that. It's about how you can change a person where it's like helping them to choose to be the best version of themselves okay. and helping them to see perspectives that they didn't think that they could see. Like, for example, maybe you help someone see that they are worthy and deserving but never was exposed to that. But now that they're exposed to that, they're slowly trying to better themselves. But it's not you, like, changing them. It's, like, you trying to better who they are, their best versions, and their state of whatever life or circumstances they're in. Who they are, okay. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. That was... That was not a sentence. (laughs) (laughs) But what's your... You know, the first one, it's okay. What's your philosophy Um, in life, of life? Mine is also about, like, other people. So, um... This is something that I definitely learned over my whole, like, 22 years of life. Okay, so my (coughs) sentence is, people are a sum of their experiences, and whatever they do to you is just a projection of that. Yes! I completely agree with that. Yeah. I completely agree with that. And I'm just gonna end it like that. That's, that's, yeah, that's my... But do you think that they completely should be identified as there's some other experiences um no definitely not i mean i don't think anyone should be like limited to what has happened to them mm-hmm. or conditioned right yeah. like if they're willing to change from that or grow from that that's like that's definitely not a it's what they learned in the past it's not what they it, like what defined them mm-hmm. But it's case by case. Yeah, I love that projection yeah. part of it. It's so true. And That's why you, I learned, I finally yeah. learned not to take anything personally. Right. It's a big <laughs> one. But you're projecting. <laughs> and it took a long time for me to realize that. Like, you yeah, realize Yeah, I learned that last it. year. Yeah. Ass. Yeah, no, me too. It's like very recent. Yeah. So. That's cool. That's awesome. Okay, so the second one. Um, What's the one thing you would like to change about yourself? Ooh. 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 No. What's the one thing you would like to change about yourself? I think for me at the moment, because I'm going to answer because it just came to my mind, even though you're going to answer. No. But I'm sorry. But I think the only the only thing that comes to mind has been what I've been trying to change recently, which is like having more self-discipline with myself. Okay. But allowing myself to be patient with myself and not find, not seeing results mm-hmm. quickly as like a way or a reason for me to like shit on myself so being more patient patient and self-disciplined but trying to also like achieve that by changing the way my subconscious works because okay. it's always on autopilot when I go daydreaming the second I start daydreaming that's when my energy's low I go on my phone and I start fantasizing and I waste hours of my day mm. that was not a sentence but that was close to sentences so I quote I'm, cle- I'm like I'm leaving it as so <laughs> <laughs> okay. well, that's good yeah, yeah. That's something I would change about myself. I guess in the inside. I don't know if this means, like, physically, but in the inside, that's what I would change. 
Um, I think for me, I would change um, my attitude mm. in front of people that I don't feel comfortable with or... Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, just like one sentence of background is I feel like I act like a totally different person that's very closed off and shy when... I'm in a room full of people that I think will judge me. I wish I didn't have that. Oh, okay. I wish I could just I like be that. myself. Yeah. Yeah. Which parent are you closer to and why? That's I... a very deep question. <laughs> huh? But I can answer that in I a short answer, sentence. I can answer that too. I'm closer to my uncles. Um, not that close to my parents, but out of the two of them, it'd probably be, be my dad. But honestly, it's my uncles all the way. My uncles, woo! Yeah, so not to shit on my parents, but my uncles. <laughs> Did I say my uncles? Because they're my uncles. <laughs> what about you? Um, I would say like definitely. Oh my gosh, my mom. Aww. Yeah, that's sweet. And the rest is up to your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> what was the best phase in your life? Ooh, I can't answer that now. I have to think about that. You you can answer that. Okay. Ooh. I'll, I'll, I need to think about it, too. Like, the best growing phase or the best, like, having been young phase? It's up to you. I feel like my best phase has literally just been the most recent one with the guy Rufus that I talked about in my last podcast. Y'all should listen to it. It's amazing. Um, so. Ooh, ill Rufus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that was, like, the almost, like, the best phase. Because okay. it really, it really got me to creating boundaries for myself. Great. Like, really get into that. I have a spine now. Mm, yeah. And it's growing even stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like when people are, like, very blunt. Mm-hmm. I don't want to become somebody who's blunt and emotionless now. I want to be somebody who's, like, confident and stands their ground to, you know, choose myself and mm-hmm. protect myself and respect myself and not let other people think that they can even cross that. So I think oh, I'm in yeah. a really good place. I went after a phase where I'm like in that best place mm-hmm. to get into that, grow you. into that even more. Yes. Yes, like, girl. Thank you. <laughs> <I'm> like, okay. <laughs> but if it was like a young, dumb kind of phase, uh-huh. ooh, what year of school would that be? Okay, I'm going to let you answer first. Okay. I'm, I'm going to think about your year of school. Actually, isn't that so crazy? I would say the best phase of my life was really after my breakup and until now everything I learned in between then and Mm. also I think another really big growth it's it's because it's a very like growth full season right now yeah I feel like I'm learning so much about myself that's good like career wise like what I like um what kind of people I want in my life all of that but before that I would say seventh and eighth grade I freaking grew up so much young so you, you would count as that as like your best young phase best young phase not for how much uh, sorry shadow Javon oh he texted me finally you answer 
<laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. I love Javon. Sorry, guys. He's just a guy friend. He's going to be on this podcast soon. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Uh, no, it's okay. He just hasn't responded to me in forever, and it's been my birthday wow. since forever. Oh, my God. He didn't respond since your birthday? No, but it's okay. Okay, Javon. Thanks for reaching out. Thank it's nice you. to hear from you. We have some, a lot of catching up to do. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh, okay. But okay. I, was just, I was just really happy to see uh, yeah. Javon message moment. me. Okay. Rare moment. <laughs> yeah. But, anyway... Sorry, go on. <laughs> I would say middle school is like the cattiest time of my whole school career. It was full of the meanest people I've ever went to school with. And I cried almost every day after school. And I um, mm. felt like traumatized from those two years. And not only that, I was going through so many family problems. So definitely had to grow up really fast i think a big part of who i am and how i cope with things came from those two years oh and your coping mechanisms yeah which i could learn a lot from but also like it's to be wary stronger of. Yeah. yeah can you define caddy what's this caddy mean like it was just a toxic environment like everyone would talk about each other everyone was like scrutinized for little details no, I don't like and that. there was like quote-unquote popular groups that everyone wanted to be in yeah that that, that hierarchy right yeah which disgusting. i don't understand why it existed because we were like little preteen like, dead ass seventh eighth grade yeah like about to go to high school. like little sperms that just like grew up like, <laughs> little for sperms. seven days yeah like we just basically <laughs> came out from as like fetuses and then we're just like be- pretending to be so catty i don't know it was a weird, weird phase in life so yeah. it's almost like you're saying like your best phase is almost like your worst, yeah. Experience. That's actually life. the next question, but yeah. Really, what's what's the worst phase in your life? <laughs> I would say seventh your and eighth grade is my best. Your best phase. Yeah, my strong. Uh, what's it's what made me stronger. I think I think it's like, your worst years or so or experiences almost. Um, molded into molded in you into your best phase right maybe that's kind of like yeah uh, uh yeah 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 I would yeah agree. that's a great way to put it yeah because i'm thinking of phase like when like caterpillars are turned that they go through phases uh-huh. like how animals do so it's like your phases into like when you're transitioning into the next part of it uh-huh. and the best phase follows the worst ones right um i i definitely agree with that yeah, yeah. i can't i have a lot of shitty years <laughs> A, I don't a young year. The most I guess like I guess freeingest kind of youngest years. I'm trying to think of like Money elementary years. school years. Like yeah. what exactly? Which year specifically? Is it when, when it's when hard. I was thinking like maybe when I met you. Oh like everything went year. up when I met you. <laughs> any question. I mean any sentence, but yeah. Fifth grade maybe. Okay. But like also like it was a good year. Yeah, and there was a good point of like um I don't know, it's hard. Like, a high... There, there were highs. Like, a high when I was in elementary school. I've been to, like, 14 different schools in my life, guys. I, like, move schools every two years. Mm-hmm. But there are, like, Me very too. few, I guess, feelings I can remember where I was at my highest. That That's, like, those are the feelings where I feel like we're, like, the best. Not phases in my life. What... what okay, I'm going on a tangent. Next question. <laughs> I love this question. Is what you're doing now what you always wanted to do growing up? That's such a sweet question and kind of scary. That's kind of scary. It's <laughs> very scary. I don't know about sweet. Um, what did what you want to be doing now? You what you always wanted to do growing up? What did you want to be? Oh my gosh, what was I? There were several things I wanted to be. Wait, 
what you're doing now, what you always wanted to do growing up. What I wanted to be when I was younger, I wanted to be... I'm trying to, like, go back the years before I decided to be an actress, like, back when Lizzie McGuire was on and I wanted to do that. I wanted to always be a singer. I've always wanted to be a singer. Mm. Yeah, because when I was really young, apparently I used to put on shows for my family, which I never remember, mm. and with my cousin, too. Wow, and like, I used like to Kind of. <laughs> Um, not exactly, them. not as confidently as children as we were before, you know, we were contaminated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By but, the outside world. Yeah, but one thing I always used to love to do was sing. Okay. Like, I remember always singing, like, this is what dreams are made of on the back of a pickup shop in Ecuador in the most serious time of my life. Ooh, that was, mm. Wait, what, what, when was that? That was when I was, like, seven years old or and six. And you went there for the city, like, just for the I went the there summer? for the summer. It was the worst experience of my life. Why? Because a lot of bad things happen in Ecuador curious. for me. Like, what kind of bad things? Like, <laughs> where do I begin? Like, I was, so I had a lot of abandonment problems, and my family, like, always leaving or forgetting me. I used to think that was a secret vendetta for them wanting to, like, kind of disown me or not have me around anymore. And that happened in Ecuador? Yes, that happened with my cousin. She used to go to modeling um, school, and she, and I'm in Ecuador, like, I don't know where the fuck I am. Like, I'm a little child. She put me in a room all full of strangers I'd never spoke to. And she was in that room of cl- that class, that classroom. They had a whole runway. I was with a bunch of strangers who were about to go into a class. And she left to take a class in a different room. It's like, don't invite me to go to your classes if you know you're not allowed to bring me in. And then I went to their makeup dressing room. And I started breaking down in tears because I was like, oh, shit, this is another event. This might be it. Um, like and it's you also thought she would never come back or something. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, it's so unsafe this area. Yeah, what the heck? And then I found Someone out she could was have taken you. Yeah, you could have gotten lost. Exactly. And, like, she doesn't know where you. I started are. crying and went to like the head, the receptionist, and then they caught her because she left out of her room from a class. Um, and I was like, what the fuck? I was so fucking pissed. <gasps> that happened. That scary. My cousin um, wouldn't let me drive the car, even though I shouldn't be driving the car at that age. But he promised me, so they used to, so they tricked me into thinking that I was gonna be able to do that, even though I didn't want to leave the house. I felt very unsafe, so they kind of forced me to go get to go on a fun ride when really they were just getting gas and going back because they just didn't want me at home. Because my cousin who left me at the modeling place was trying to bond with um, my other cousin and my sister, so I was like, why can't I be a part of this? So, having to be kind of pulled away from that was very, like, sus. And I was like, this is not... Something ain't right. Um, what else happened? Um, my grandpa, whatever, ran over a dog, a stray dog, which really made me cry. I hated that. Ugh. But apparently it's common there. Oh, my God. Um, at least so at the sad. time. But, yeah. So, it was very unsafe, all the areas we went to. I just never felt comfortable. I could never... I always felt like a target. Uh, there's one time I left the hotel room on the rooftop in my towel because I was looking where everybody was. I'm like, where is everyone? And I started freaking out. Like, I was alone at this hotel in this random beach area. Like, what the fuck now? And then Where was everyone? I don't know. And then, and we just came back from somewhere, too. And this truck of older men, um, machismos, whatever, old macho men, whatever, they were, like, whistling at me. And I'm like, what I'm a the fucking fuck? child. You're seven. They, well, I mean, they probably would have raped me or something. Or would have, like, stolen me. And I freaked out because I was, that was, I think that was one of the first times as a kid, I think I can remember, as far as I can recall at this moment, where older men were, like, kind of leading me into that. That's very uncomfortable. And I felt so uncomfortable because it's, like, I knew when that happened, it wasn't new to me. So it's either, like, I already experienced that 
prior to being seven years old weird prior to yeah prior to being seven years old or because i do have an old soul so maybe in past lives i've just recalled that knowledge of it that's so i just felt very unsafe i felt like i could have been like kidnapped or worse in that area i didn't know this there's more that happened that don't come to mind but um oh yeah this whole like situation my cousin my aunt my aunt i hated um, she, like, kind of kidnapped me. She lived in, like, one of those communities with gates all around it, but mm-hmm. it looked like a prison gate all around it, and every time I want to go home, before my dad would go back to America, I want to go back to my parents, at the other house, my grandpa's house, she would always keep me at her house, and she refused to let me go home. Why? And I didn't have a phone to call, because she didn't want my other cousin, her niece, to leave, because it was her first time in, in Ecuador, but also she treated me like shit, because she'd always spoiled her, and she never gave me anything, so she treated me like worthless piece of shit. And, um, I was always dragged along all the time. Like, I could never leave. Like, I was basically, basically, like, chained. Oh, my God. And I couldn't even talk to anybody, like, any of my other family to, like, come get me or let me leave. Yeah. It was that bad. So, yeah, that, I experienced discrimination for not knowing Spanish and knew English because this other girl was, like, closer to my cousin, which I didn't give a shit about her. But, like, she was just like, I don't like you. And I said, why? She's like, because you don't. Because you speak English. I'm like, wow, way to, way, way to discriminate. Fuck you too, bitch. <laughs> At seven. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. But, yeah, more stuff happened. But I think this is getting quite long in descriptions. Oh, okay. But my time in Ecuador, I think it's a lot better now. My uncles rave about it. It's definitely improved. I, a lot of Australians travel there. Uh-huh. Um, but... If I were to ever go back to Ecuador, I always said I would never go back, but I would only ever go back with my uncles, nobody else. I would not want to go with extended family, my own family. I could only go with those two people, my uncles, because I don't feel safe. They know where to go. They know how to have fun. Right. It's, I can't. And they wouldn't, they care about me not to like ever put me in the situation of having that abandonment triggered. Right. So I think I worked on it enough to know that I'm not going to feel that way because I already know my surroundings and I'm an adult. Um, as long as I have service on a phone. <laughs> but, like, yeah. Anyway, that was my experience in Ecuador, guys. But, yeah, as a kid, I want to be a singer. <laughs> oh, my God, that was the question. Holy fuck. I forgot yeah. about it, and then it came back to me. See, that's how my conversations go. At least they wow. all connect. But, um, a singer, I wanted to be something in science. Really? I think an, I don't, I don't want to say an astronaut. 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 Fuck me. That's what, that's what killed me from spelling me number one. I spelled astronaut wrong because I said ass on stage. That was a can be. That was a can be at our school. And then I started laughing because I was like, well, I just had ass on stage. And then Ooh. fuck me over. And this other fucking bitch won. Who was it? Me? No. No, this other bitch. Okay. She, she lost and it was for me to be the winning one. You know when those, that happens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I fucked it up because I said ass. Try not. Oh, man. That's funny. I wish I knew. <laughs> and apparently before, every time I said, I spelt a word, apparently my sister said, every time you went up to the mic, you did the sign of the cross, looked up, and breathed really hard. <laughs> I something. don't remember that. <laughs> I don't even remember that. Wait, let me check if this is still recording. Okay. Oh, you, have, you can answer next. If anything else comes up, I'll talk. But you talk more, because I already okay. went on forever. <laughs> um, well, I wanted to be a fashion designer when I was little. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Did you used to sketch too? Oh, all the time. And I wanted to be like a comic book uh, illustrator. So like right now what I'm doing, it, I took a very long detour to get where I am now. 
but I am in art. I am Ooh. in design. Yeah, I was gonna say. I do do illustrations, and I'm working to make like short video clips for Instagram for beauty brand. Yes, go. So, I don't know how to gas you up right now because you checked off all like <laughs> all the things from like, your childhood. It's like, interesting. You, you went that I mean, route. You it, did it. Yeah, but like that was when I was really little, and then. For several years after that, I was, like, lost. I was, like, I can't do art for a living. Like, I can't be fresh It's like design. the Matrix got to you. Yeah. And then I was, like, I'm going to go to business school. Like, what the fuck am I going to do in business school? school? Do you see me in business school? Ew, fuck no. Fuck no. Ew, get me? out of there. Macros and micros? No. no. Me Unless talking? Like macros and micros and, like, diets, but not fucking Nothing. Yeah, no. Ew. Me looking at graphs and, like, stocks. <laughs> Look at Ooh. this. Yo, oh, I wish I could pull that song. Look I was like, I copyright. Look at this. Oh my graph. god. Me like saving money for once? No. <laughs> Me not being broke? What, what? life is that? Broke oh, when no. you can be baroque art. Me enthusiast. not spending all my money on clothes? I don't what? think so. Depop? Doesn't make yeah, sense. I'm going to spend my money there. Yeah, who cares? Mm. Mm, I don't know. money? What is that? <laughs> Never experienced. It's on my bucket list. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. That's so funny. My my fashion, if I were to do a fashion store, I used to draw designs and the name of it was L-O. Like L-O. L-O? Like L and then Like L-O? Ella, like Michelle, like L. L-O. L-O. Like hello, but like No, L-O? like L-O. Like limited to, like L-O. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> that's I don't know. Cool. And a weird nineties vibe or early two uh, thousands. Okay, that's cool. I mean But yeah, just singing. I'm not a singer now. I, I song right? acting. That's like in the same field. Well I'm you not know? like they're very acting, close. acting. Like I'm not actively acting. But um, actively acting. <laughs> but what I what I have been doing, at least one thing I can say I've been doing since I was a child to today is that I've always been writing lyrics. I've always been writing songs. Mm. I just never made it music to these songs. But I just have to kind of really um, go out of my way to go through all those journals, all those years, even my current color notes um, on my, well, not color notes, notes on my phone, uh-huh. and just put everything together and just okay. finally put it together a song. Actually, our, even videos I saved on Snapchat mm-hmm. or Instagram where I'm just singing improv all the time. But my improv singing is so good when it comes to making lyrics. Like I made one about Rufus. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking good. It sounds like a something a song that would come out from like the era of the sixties to the eighties. What? But it's my own original like sound. My lyrics are not bad. I didn't complete it, but I'm like, wow, this song is actually bomb. I was oh like, oh my god, I would love to hear it. Oh my gosh, I have to put it together first. Okay, yeah, yeah, and yeah. get like vocal mm-hmm. lessons. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I want to put together lyrics and put together music because it sounds like actually like proper. History music. Uh, history music. I don't know. <laughs> don't want to make it sound like that. But. Did, you, did you just hear the playlist I sent you this morning? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. It was so good. It made it made me really happy. Yeah. I saw it on. Do you know Zoella from YouTube? <sighs> yeah. Okay. Well, she. Oh. Okay. No, no, go on. Go on. Sorry. <laughs> My friend and I Shade. have like strong opinions over her. And really? Healthy. Yeah. We don't. You don't. You don't like. Them I don't together? judge. No, not them together. It's just I don't like how Zola? they exploit. Oh. Exploit what? Like their product? viewers yeah with their products they don't like like with her whole christmas advent calendar fiasco people spent 50 dollars for like bullshit things you can get at a dollar store really oh man. yeah 
But I'm not gonna go on about that. Okay. But yeah. That's another conversation uh-huh. for later. But that's that's enough conversations that's already been made on YouTube <laughs> that they know more information about. I just know a little bit. So, um, okay. What's your favorite book and movie of all time and why did it speak to you so much? My favorite book is The Five People You Meet in Heaven and my favorite movie is Flipped. So The Five People You Meet in Heaven allows you perspective in how the main individual affected all of these people's lives. Like a butterfly effect. Like his actions affected this person and this person and this person and he meets them in heaven. And he learns from their perspective how he didn't even know some of them but he still had an effect on them negatively Mm -hmm. or positively so i love flipped is like a movie where it's about seeing different perspectives of a romance from the the child's perspective of a young girl and a young boy and then all of their family members kind of seeing the depths and complexity of everybody's lives so anything that has to do with opening your mind and seeing life through different perspectives rather than assuming as if you know everything Mm -hmm. is just amazing to me. I love different perspectives on life. I love seeing that. That's so cool. Yeah. So that's what really, I think, I think that's what really molded me into being more like that as a person, like that really aligned with who I am, I feel. Mm -hmm. So interesting. Yeah. You? I never watched Flip, so I should give that a shot. It's so good. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's so good. I recommend that to everybody. Is that with Josh Hutcherson? <coughs> not Josh Hutcherson. Um, you might not know them. Callum McAuliffe. Um, yeah, I don't think you would know anybody. From it's the one them. with the chicken. Like the book is like the chicken. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chicken. Oh, okay. yeah. I, I remember the book cover. But um, my favorite book is probably actually I can't really think of a book right now, but the movie that's always affecting me. For a long time is inception really i yeah. thought you were gonna say crazy stupid love that's my favorite rom-com but like oh. overall movie i would say inception and it was because the movie was so surreal it challenged my whole idea of reality yeah that's exactly. amazing so that. it like sticks into my brain as like this amazing experience like more than even a movie and i spent days uh, just like thinking about the ending and like what it means and like is it real or not like that was the fundamental question but then I just went into like all of reality and what it like what is really real mm-hmm. like it was, it was just a mind trip so that's why it's my favorite movie. I love that yeah um what is a relationship deal breaker for you one thing the Ooh. top thing I think communication like you have to be attentive Mm-hmm. like you have to be consistent consistency is such a big thing mm. I'm tr- you can go I don't know I, you can answer it because when it comes to deal breakers I'm trying to break it down to like little ones big ones I'll, I, that was, those were the few that just came to mind um I think my umbrella one is would be like respect so that would go into like loyalty and then mm-hmm. also like respecting my decisions in space so i think respect for me so like they have to be loyal like they yeah. cannot cheat i think cheaters like no more oh never. hell yeah fuck that fuck that and then also i'm a very individual mm-hmm. like independent person i need my own life i can't revolve around that person yeah so respecting my space 
So, mm. Yeah. Those two things. What's a what's a sexual deal breaker? Sexual deal breaker. Yeah, I was, I'm thinking of sexual deal breaker. Like like not saying like you would end the relationship with them, but like it's kind of like you have like this is something that you think that they're gonna have to do like having sex. Like for me, they have to go down on me at least. Not at least, but they should be doing that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no, a deal breaker think, for me. Like, if you don't go down, for me too. then you're basically a waste of space. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> like, why do you walk this earth if you can't, if you, if you expect can't eat me out, jobs, but can't if you can't make me come? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not that I've experienced that before, but, you know, being eaten out would be nice. I, f- I feel that. I feel yeah. that hard. I feel that hard. Um, I don't really have one. I think I think that would be mine too. If, oh, okay. If if I give them a blowjob, but they wouldn't want to eat me out. Yeah, it's like you should have the desire to please me because you want me so bad, right? Huh? Right? Yeah. We're in a relationship, right? Uh huh. Period. 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 <laughs> Period. Or also, if a guy is not like more dominant than me, I don't think. Yeah, also, I was thinking about just what I was just saying. If they're not enthusiastic about it. Yeah. If they're not enthusiastic, like, why are we together? And vice versa. I think, like, guys with girls that are not enthusiastic, that's, like, totally. I hear that's a deal breaker all the yeah, time. Yeah, it's supposed to be, it's a, it's supposed to be a good experience. Yeah. Like, it's supposed to lift you up, not make you your energy yeah. be felt below the surface and you feel like shit after right. or during it. Oh, also, I just thought of another one. A guy that would only want to have sex without condoms. No, that's bullshit. That's that's like guys are fucking huge, bullshit. That's a deal breaker. Guys, college fuck just fuck this up in college. College guys are like, oh, I just don't like how the condoms let feel me, on my let me dick. Just put it in once. Please. You have birth control. Fuck that, those guys. It's serious because guess what? The second those guys graduate and they enter the real world, let's say they go to the city to hook they're around. Keep doing it. They're gonna keep no, doing they're it. gonna have to wear condoms because they could catch anything. They think they can get away with it because they're in college, mm-hmm. but got girls. Or anybody, like, the second everybody graduates, why is it all of a sudden condoms are, like, apply? Like, they're, like, Oh, I never thought of it that way. Yeah, I read this, like, the other day, and I was, like, holy shit, yeah. What the fuck? Why are they getting away with that shit? No. Hell Mm -hmm. no. Never. It always applies when they're, like, out and about in the city after they're fucking, I don't know, adults, because they mature slowly. This doesn't apply to all guys, of course, but... Like, fucking, no, you're going to wear a damn condom. And it's going to be a vegan condom. I'm not putting that anymore. <laughs> yes. No, no, no yeah. more, no more non-vegan condoms than me. Mm-mm. Do they have, uh-uh. not, oh, do they have a lot of, like, not, well, maybe not a lot. Like, accessible? Yeah, accessible yeah, yeah. at the supermarket. Skins. Oh, they do? Skins okay. is a really good, good, is a good brand. That's good to know. Um, I think that's a big one. That's like, what the fuck? Like, I could get pregnant? I could get a disease from you? Yeah, I'm like, only saying it's good because it's never broken. Okay. When I've done it, I'm not saying it's good because it felt good with this person. And no, I still Shade. have not experienced great sex. Shade. Don't worry. One day. Um. <laughs> I don't want to sound serious now. It's going to be a fun podcast. <laughs> no, I enjoy this so far. Yeah, It's too. a lot of fun. Um, if you are in a bad mood, do you prefer to be left alone or have someone to cheer you up? Ooh, I think you already saw this on my birthday. Like, if I'm in a bad mood, I have to be myself. Or I have to deal with it by myself, but I need somebody to cheer me up from, like, a distance. Mm -hmm. So, like, what I did, I couldn't tell anybody there. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Yeah, so I couldn't tell anybody presently there. Even though all of you guys, I would 
go-to to tell this stuff to. But because you guys were all there with me presently, I didn't want to come off as a diva. And I didn't want to ruin the night even more. So I was just texting one of my other close friends, um, Jules, so that it's like I'm by myself dealing with it. But I'm able to communicate it, but to somebody who's like not presently there. Right. Um, or else I would have fell into tears. The only reason is because I would have broken down in tears. Okay. So that's why. Yeah, it really depends what I'm going through. I yeah. usually deal with it by I, myself. I, me too. I, until I, think I need I find more somebody yeah. to express it with. I'm very, I'm very similar in that. All right, guys. Um, so our last question is going to be, what's the one thing that people always misunderstand about you? So, Annette. Wow. You that's can a, answer that first. That's a loaded question. Um, hmm. I think first impression, sometimes I could be very closed off and shy. Um, and this is like a 50-50 kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Either I feel very comfortable and just pour everything out to you or I close up. So, um, I think people misunderstand me to be very bland and boring and they don't think I have much to them that I don't notice things but really I'm very sensitive and I could be very loud Mm -hmm. and fun but around the right people yeah around the right people and um, people that misunderstand that usually it's because I'm uncomfortable showing that side to them yeah and they're just not that I guess they're just not the right people yeah. For you to share that with. Yeah. That's, that's exactly wh- how I feel. That's exactly how I feel. Like, when people misunderstand me, mm-hmm. it's usually because I can't be my complete best self. But mm-hmm. you're different personalities with different people. Um, so I think that maybe sometimes people misunderstand that I'm a complex human being who thinks very analytically. Mm-hmm. Um, then I can come off because I'm not good with answering things like being concise it takes me a while because I have to explain details to get to my points or sometimes I don't know what I'm talking I don't know like I know I have it in me but I I don't know exactly how to answer something or articulate it Mm -hmm. so I speak yeah so I just go on talking and talking until I get there right but I always end up getting there but it's kind of just like it just takes longer yeah because it takes longer some people just don't have the patience right so they just assume I'm always stupid oh when I'm not That's a, and that that's again, interesting. that could be like a false perception I have, mm-hmm. but I feel like sometimes I have to speed up because people don't sometimes give me time to speak. I see. But that could just be like um, something I have to get, have to, you, just, you find the right people to, but also like there are certain environments throughout my life where you're put into that, even mm-hmm. with like men, I like when I would be quieted down by male professors mm-hmm. who did that to me. So, like, having that self-love for myself now, knowing that I deserve to speak, and I have that time, and if people want to listen, they'll still be there. If not, then yeah, it's whatever. But um, that, and, like, I guess some people told me they found me intimidating when they first meet me, mm-hmm. which was quite funny, because I'm friendly and chill. People thought I was intimidating. People thought, okay, it's the weirdest thing. I think my social anxiety makes me so shy that I don't sometimes try to talk to people but mm. I want to inside. Yeah. But I come off maybe as like a bitch. Like wrestling like a, bitch face. Yeah. Yeah, me too. So I have like a very friendly face, but because I'm not talking to people, they think 
a certain way about me. Oh, yeah. That, and like, I'm, like, being rude. But yeah. Really, I'm just social anxiety. Yeah, but even before, when I used to, in college especially, I used to be always the person to go out of my way to talk to people. Mm-hmm. And I was friendly. Like, I would always do that, make mm-hmm. that effort. So I always got confused why nobody tried to do that. Certain people and a lot of people, like, would not do that in return. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, okay, they're just not my people. But also, like, it's almost as though they come off of the, like, I'm being the distant one. When it's like, bitch, no. Right. You're projecting. There's <laughs> a lot of misunderstanding. Yeah. Sure. yeah. It's like, what's the misunderstanding here, honey? <laughs> like, let me know. Yeah. So. No, yeah, for sure. If If only we could, like. I wouldn't change that though. I think it definitely filtered out the right, the wrong people. That's true. Is that the right? Filtered out the wrong people or filtered out the right people? Filtered, filtered out the, the wrong, wrong people. people. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Okay. So I think that was a good answer. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. I think we're gonna end the podcast now. So thank you, Annette, for coming on. Thank you for having. Of me. course. Thank you guys for listening. Did some magic in my life. Yeah, where the magic happened. But I really hope that you guys enjoyed this <laughs> attempted lightning round of questions. Oh. In-depth oh. round of questions. Thunderstorm of <laughs> I really hope, well, we really hope that hopefully we helped some of you guys out there. Maybe have you guys kind of think about how you would answer these questions. Um, good advice here and there. If not, hopefully entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, quite long, but yeah. I love long. Definitely like interesting questions. <laughs> so if you want to, I don't know, tell us what your answers were maybe. That'd yeah, be cool. drop it in my DMs, guys. Yeah, on, I um, would love to know. Where the Magic Happens POD pod. So please drop it in the DMs. I would love to listen. Um, and maybe, maybe even mention it in a future podcast. So, yeah. Thanks, guys. This has been Where the Magic Happens. And I'll see you guys next episode. Bye. Bye. Ow, ow, ow.